Much of Canada is passing through the first phase of our COVID-19 response. But as we emerge and social distancing restrictions start to relax, what will happen to our workforce? How prepared are we for the shift back to physical workplaces? And what are Canada's employers saying about their plans for employee support, safety, and reintegration? I'm Kira Johnston, and this is the Leadership Perspective Series from the Conference Board of Canada. Each episode, we sit down with an expert to discuss an issue that's affecting the lives of Canadians. With me today is Alison Cowan, Director of the Human Capital Research Team at the Conference Board of Canada. We're going to talk about her team's HR survey series, Working Through COVID-19, with a special spotlight this week on returning to physical workplaces. Welcome, Allison. Thank you for joining us for episode four. We're very happy to have you. Thanks for having me, Kira. Now, this survey series has been one of our most popular initiatives during COVID-19. Why did your team choose to launch this survey series, and why do you think it's resonating with people? As the state of the pandemic progresses in Canada, so does the need for information for organizations on how to manage their workforce. Things are changing so quickly during the pandemic, and employers are having to adapt. We saw an opportunity to help with our Working Through COVID series, and it's been very popular. We're helping HR leaders by providing them with relevant and timely data to help them understand how organizations are responding and inform their own decision-making. We've been able to tap into organizations across Canada who respond to our surveys within a 24-hour time frame and then get the results back out quickly. So the results represent what's happening right now and what actions employers are taking in response to COVID-19. We've had great feedback from organizations. They let us know that in a virtual sea of information out there, it's really helpful to have this real-time data to inform their decisions. From your research, are employers ready to bring employees back to the office? Employers are looking at moving beyond crisis management and into the next phase. We asked employers this week in our survey, how prepared are you to bring employees back to workplaces? What we heard is they're in various stages of preparedness. About 8% of employers indicate they're fully prepared with their plans, 40% are nearly there, and about half are somewhat prepared. Organizations have concerns about keeping their employees safe, combined with the need to stay on top of the most recent health and safety guidelines. Keep in mind, many are operating in multiple jurisdictions. Employers are also worried about shortages of needed supplies, such as personal protective equipment and hand sanitizing washing stations. When it comes to bringing workers back to the workplace, this needs to be done carefully and responsibly. For those returning, safety will be paramount. The virus will likely find loopholes in safety measures we put in place. Employers will need to adapt several times along the way. This could include bringing employees back and then having to close the workplace again. Those who are careful at this point and plan well may fare better. We do know from previous experience outside of COVID-19, when employers are looking at bringing back large segments of their workforce who have been in remote working arrangements, they often advise others not to rush these changes. It's a huge adjustment for people at the best of times. When workers finally do return, what's going to be different? Not surprisingly, as employers look at bringing employees back to the workplace, health and safety is top of mind. The most common measures they will be taking involve physical distancing. This means bringing employees back in phases, 
restricting the number of people on site, and controlling on site movement. For those of us who've been at home, we've seen safety measures in place in our community. We've gone to the grocery store, seen barriers and floor markers, and it has us wondering what will my workplace look like when I go back? The overwhelming majority of organizations are telling us we're going to provide the obvious, ensuring the cleanliness of work surfaces, making sure we have additional hand washing, hand sanitizing stations, and other common measures like spacing out employees in the workplaces, limiting face-to-face meetings, and of course, providing personal protective equipment. One really good thing organizations are planning to do is establish guidelines around workplace conduct to help people understand what's expected of them when they're in the workplace and hopefully ease employee stress and reduce conflict between coworkers. Will everyone be going back? Most employers will be exempting some employees from returning to the workplace. Virtually all the organizations we surveyed will allow employees who are at high risk for serious illness from COVID-19 to remain out of the workplace. While many also included the same exemption for employees who live with someone at high risk in their home for a serious illness from the virus. Given that many schools and family support services remain closed, many organizations are also acknowledging the additional demands on families, and they've indicated that employees with caregiving responsibilities would also be exempt from returning to the workplace. After months of restrictions and being home, some employees may not feel comfortable returning to the workplace. Half of organizations let us know they're addressing this concern and indicated that these employees would also be exempt. On the other side, what are employers' biggest concerns? Top of mind for employers is keeping their employees safe, first and foremost, and what's required to do so. They are worried about bringing employees back into the workplace too soon, and some are worried that employees will become lax and forget the physical distancing norms. Another fear employers have is an employee testing positive, an outbreak in their workplace or community, and many are worried about a second wave of the virus. We're hearing from employers that they're worried about employee mental health as well. Several voiced concerns with us about anxiety levels of employees and the hesitancy to return to the workplace. As people head back into workplaces, employers will need to manage this employee fear. Fear to be around each other and near each other again. For those who are already in the workplace or or never left in the first place, it's about managing their readiness to have others around again. Employers don't want to rush people, and they're worried about the long-term impact if they do. Of course, there's all sorts of practicalities, too, like safe commuting for employees who require public or shared transportation to get to work. For workplaces with elevators, employers are trying to sort out what are the best distance rules for elevator use. I think what many employers don't want to see happen is getting people back into the workplace only to have to send them back home again, which would be very disruptive. And at the end of the day, I think we'll see employers be very cautious about rushing into this. Because of these combined concerns, do you think we'll see people working from home long term? There is a great deal of speculation about this and about the long-term impacts of COVID-19 on traditional workplaces. Most employers really aren't ready to have people to return to workplaces at this point. For those who can work remotely, it could be a long time yet before they return. Employers are telling us it's too early to make decisions about what will be in place post-pandemic long-term. That said, this crisis has presented an opportunity for them to rethink traditional work. Where some employers thought it's not possible before, 
they're likely seeing opportunities now to make it work and make use of new technologies. They're also looking for upside long-term, such as real estate savings, and eliminating the need for employees to commute to work at all. Commuting, as you know, could be a stressor at the best of times for employees. And in some industries, of course, this is a non-issue. Remote work for their workforce is simply not possible. Some things just aren't possible from home. And obvious industries like construction, transportation, and manufacturing come to mind. What topics do you have lined up for future surveys in this series? Well, with everything changing so quickly, it's hard to predict what we'll be talking about in a few weeks' time. I think we'll continue to see what organizations evaluating their decisions and looking to support the safety of both their employees and the public. So as the situation evolves, we'll keep an eye on things and continue to gather information from organizations in our series. With summer coming soon, one of our upcoming surveys will be on vacation policies and usage during COVID-19, so stay tuned for that. Great. We're looking forward to it, and we'd love for everyone listening to participate in our next survey. If you're wondering how, you can head to our website, conferenceboard.ca. You'll find all the surveys there, and if you click on any of them, you'll be able to sign up at the bottom of the page. Alternatively, you can email humancapital at conferenceboard.ca for more information. Thank you for joining me today, Allison. Thank you, Kira. I'm grateful to have the opportunity to share what we've learned. And my team here at the conference board deserves a big thank you. It's taken a great deal of dedication and hard work to make this happen, especially as we're all working in very different looking workplaces right now. I also want to thank all of our survey reviewers and respondents. We wouldn't be able to share this great information without your help as well. You've been listening to the Leadership Perspective Series by the Conference Board of Canada, hosted by Kira Johnston and written by Sarah Mells. This series is produced by Jen Duhamel, Nancy Nguyen is our audio engineer, and our executive producer is Michael Bassett. Ideas were also contributed by Rob Collins and Aaron Brophy. For more podcasts, videos, commentary, and ideas, visit conferenceboard.ca.